Hallelujah. Wow. God is good. We've been answering to the name Gateway Church, but now we are the gate of the city. And we're just thankful to God for 2024. Because eyes have not seen. Neither has it entered into the heart of any man what God has in store for this house and for you as a member of this house. The last 11 days has not been for nothing. In Isaiah chapter 45, I believe in verse 19, God said, I have not said to the house of Jacob to seek me in vain. Hebrews 11 and verse 6 says, He is a reward of those who diligently seek him. Isaiah 55 says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. 1 Chronicles 12 and verse 32, The sons of Issachar were men that had an understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. 32, 32. To know what Israel ought to do. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 8 and verse 5, in the latter part, it says, A wise man's heart designs both the time and the judgment. There is what to do per time. Ephesians 5, we are told in verse 17, that we should not be unwise, but we should understand what the will of God is. We should not be unwise, but we should understand what the will of God is. You see, the will of God is not yours to decide, it's yours to discover. You don't decide what to do, you discover what is in God's plan, what is in God's will for your life. And in Proverbs 25 and verse 2, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter. It is the glory of kings to search it out. You can ask, you can find out. And what we have done for the last 11 days, today inclusive, making it 12, is setting the tone for the year. So you know your year is not left to chance. The outcomes of the year are being programmed from the beginning of the year. In Romans 11, the Bible says in verse 16, if the first fruit is holy, he said the lump will be holy. If the root is holy, he said the branches will be holy. So we've taken 12 days representing January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. So when things begin to happen, we will be grateful, but we will not be surprised. Because we planted seeds for them. For as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. And those who sow to the spirit will reap life everlasting. So for the strength that we have enjoyed over the last 11 days, let's lift our hands and thank him. Let's just thank him. Let's just thank him. Let's just thank him. For they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They are the ones who will mount up with wings like an eagle. They will run, they will not be weary, they will walk. 
and they will not faint let's thank him for the supply of his spirit for instructions on this ground for light for counsel for wisdom for understanding let's thank you for downloads in his presence downloads in his presence the light of God to chart our course to navigate our way to program our outcomes to determine the end from the beginning thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord now if you're anticipating great things this year begin to thank him also begin to thank him also begin to thank him also great things for yourself great things for your family great things in your career great things in your place of work great things in this house Joel chapter 2 and verse 21 fear not O land rejoice and be glad for the Lord will do great things marvelous things new King James calls it great things King James calls it God will do great things great things great things in every area of our lives this year we thank you we thank you we welcome everything that is in your agenda for us this year we welcome them with faith and gratitude everything we welcome it with faith and gratitude we welcome it oh god oh we give you praise we honor you thank you son of god in jesus name we have prayed our hearts are filled with gratitude the Lord would lead us like you have led us at the outset of the year to consecrate this season in a holy convocation waiting on you the one who is our source and our sustainer the Bible said they looked to you and they were lightened and their faces were not ashamed we thank you Lord for the last 11 days and we thank you for today for this is the day that you have made and we will rejoice and be glad in you in it we thank you because we can say on the confidence of your word on the authority of your faithfulness that our year is made already we thank you for the great way church because this is our year oh God of crossing thresholds we thank you for everyone who is a part of this great house because of this is happening in this house it will be happening in their houses in the name of Jesus Lord we thank you because the glory of this latter day the glory of this new year will surpass the previous ones this morning as we look into the mirror of your word we pray for understanding we pray for light 
we pray for your counsel in the name of Jesus and we stand in faith and agreement with pastors Aken Oluremi the father God for every member of this house whatever it is that is a goal a dream an aspiration and an expectation in their in their hearts concerning this year we ask that it will do exceedingly and abundantly far above what they can ask or imagine that in their lives you will be El Shaddai in their situation you will be more than enough in the name of Jesus Lord we thank you we declare this atmosphere is yours oh God to be glorified in thank you precious father if you know you're going to answer prayer celebrate him right now hallelujah thank you thank you please give somebody a high five tell them i'm glad to be a member of gateway church please be comfortably seated hallelujah it's a joy for me to be here live in the building to be a part love you too to be a part of what god has been doing at the gateway church this is his house this is his dwelling place genesis 28 and verse 16 jacob says surely the lord is in this place and i did not know it and then some verses after verse 17 says how awesome is this place how awesome is this place this is not other but the house of god and the gate of heaven and that's where we are standing we're standing in the house of god we're standing at the gateway church hallelujah and if a part of this house i just want to say that you made the right choice when you chose to be a part of the gateway church there are six important decisions you can make in life one of them is the decision of who you're going to do life with the decision of who you're going to do life with the Bible tells us in, in, in Psalm 68 and verse 6 that God sets the solitary in families so as to bring out those who are bound into prosperity. But the rebellious will dwell in a dry land. You see, not every seed grows on every soil. It's important to be rightly planted. The Bible calls you the, it's in, in Isaiah 61 and verse 3. One of the many things you are called is that you are called a tree of righteousness you are called the planting of the lord that he may be glorified so you are a plant and as a plant you must be rightly planted that's why in second samuel chapter 7 and verse 10 second samuel 7 and verse 10 god said moreover i will appoint a place for my people god appoints places for people are you hearing what i'm saying i will appoint a place for my people and i will plant them that they may dwell in a place of their own and move no more nor shall the sons of wickedness oppress them anymore as previously so when you are rightly planted you are also protected you are shielded are you hearing what i'm saying you are immune against the attack of the enemy the Bible tells us the enemy goes about like a roaring lion, seeking for whom he can devour. 
But you see, when you are rightly planted, First Samuel chapter 21, First Samuel 22, I think it's 22, uh, verse 23 or verse 24, I think it's uh, there about. Is that Sister Tokwe Alavi? Or Pastor Mayawa? Ah, let's celebrate Pastor Mayawa. Let's love on this great gift of God. Hallelujah. Please, let's be seated. Such a great joy, Pastor Maya, that Maya Kum, that you'll be here this morning to, to be a part of uh, today, the grand finale. You've been a part of the conference and you've been a blessing to us at the conference. And it's humbling for me to have you here this morning. Let me, let me celebrate her one more time. Hallelujah. Amen. First Samuel chapter 22, thereabout, towards the latter part. Either 21 or 22 towards the end. Here was David saying to Abiathar, verse 23, thereabout. He says, stay with me. He said, because the one who seeks your life also seeks my life. He said, but with me you will be safe. The one who seeks my life. Yeah, thank you. Look at it. He says, stay with me. Do not fear. Because the one who seeks your life also seeks my life. But with me, once you are rightly connected, you are also protected. Once you are rightly connected, that's why you can't just do life alone. The Bible says, woe to him who is alone. Because when he falls, he will have no one to lift him up. When you do life alone, you become an easy target for the enemy. An easy target for the enemy, for the predator of life. That's why God plants the solid tree in family. So don't do life alone. Not because we are a perfect church. Listen to me. There is no perfect church. Because you are there and because I'm there. So there is no perfect church. So from time to time, our humanity is going to play out. But one thing is certain. Listen, what makes a family a family is not the absence of conflict. What makes a family a family is the quickness of resolution. When issues happen, when things come up. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So we've been called to do. That's why in First Peter chapter 4 and verse 8, Peter writing says, above everything, have fervent charity because love covers a multitude of sins. So when you're a person who is working in love, you can make excuses for the humanity of others. You can have a latitude, emotional latitude that can accommodate people's imperfection, accommodate their humanity because you also have yours as well. And that's important. So we can have each other's back on this journey. Two are better than one. Because they have a good reward for their labor. One will chase a thousand. Two will put ten thousand to flight. Who says amen to that? So, so, so the last 12 days we've been coming. Today inclusive. Receiving instructions from God's presence. We are told in Isaiah 48 and verse 17. God speaking. He says I will, I will instruct you in the way you want to go. I will teach you to profit. I will instruct you. God gives instructions. Instructions. Do this and don't do that. Isaiah chapter 30 verse 21. Then you will hear a word behind you. Saying this is the way. Walk in it. God doesn't suggest. He instructs. He gives instructions. Psalm 32 and verse 8. He said I will instruct you. I will teach you in the way you ought to go. 
I will guide you with my eye. I will instruct you specific steps that you need to take. And if you follow God's instruction, what will happen? Isaiah 1 verse 19 tells us that if you are willing and you are obedient, you are going to eat the good of the land. Now listen, there is good in 2024. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There is good in this year. And you are going to enjoy the good of this year. But the key is your willingness to demonstrate faith in God's instructions to you. The key is your willingness to demonstrate trust in God's leading for you. As you go through the year, John chapter 2 and verse 5, Mary told them the key to the miraculous. He said, whatever he tells you to do, just do it. Whatever he tells you to do, just do it. Whatever it is, that is an instruction from God. You see, God spoke to Isaac at a time when there was mass movement, mass migration. Anybody was moving out of town. And in Genesis 26, God came to Isaac. It was a time of economic downturn. The Bible said in verse 1, there was another famine in Gerar. Besides the first famine in the days of Abraham, his father. And he was going to move. And then God came and said, dwell in the land. It's not time for you to move. At times, movement may be not in the will of God. Or it may not be the timing of God. At times, it's the will of God, but not the timing of God. And it's important that you get both the will and the time right. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It makes all things beautiful in each time. In each time. You can do the right thing at the wrong time. And it will have the same consequence as, as doing the wrong thing entirely as well. So God told him, dwell in the land. And I'm going to be with you and bless you. And because Isaac chose to listen to God, the land listened to Isaac. Because Isaac listened to God, the land submitted to Isaac. It was because of this that in verse 11, the Bible said Isaac now, verse 12, Isaac now sowed in the land. And, uh, and then he received a hundredfold uh, and the Lord blessed him. Hundredfold means the highest possible return. Maximum possible return. Hundredfold. And that is, it could have been better than that. It could, it could, it could, there's, no, there's nothing beyond hundredfold. Glory to God. And the Lord blessed him. The Lord blessed him. The Lord blessed him. The next verse says, And the man began to prosper. And he continued to prosper until he became very prosperous. In the King James Version, the Bible said the man went forward. That will be the direction of your life this year. You are going to go forward. You will leave your mates behind. You will cross thresholds in the name of Jesus. Listen, it's, it, it all began with Isaac listening to God. God said, dwell in the land. And he stayed where God told him to stay. Because God's provision is location sensitive. God's provision is location sensitive. First Kings chapter 17 and verse 4. God told Elijah, I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. There is a there of God's supply. And then in verse 9, I have commanded the widow woman to sustain you there. There is a there of God's supply. You see, it's important that you understand that God's provision is location sensitive. So you can be praying for something and what you have prayed for is listening to God. But the one praying for it is not listening to God. 
God told the rebels where to go and they went there. You know, it was easier for Noah to get animals into the ark. But to get humans into the ark was difficult. Animals listened to Noah. They entered the ark. Even stubborn goats entered. As stubborn as the goat was, it entered the ark. But human beings will not listen. And one thing God will not violate is your will. Your power of choice. God won't violate it. God won't violate it. They told him in 30 verse 15. They told him in 30 verse 19. I present before you death and life, blessing and cursing. Verse 19 says, choose life that you and your descendants may live. You see, you don't need to say, I choose something before we know what you have chosen. From your actions, we can tell your choices. You don't have to say, I've chosen life. From your actions, there are actions of somebody who has chosen life. For example, 1 Peter chapter 3, I think it's around verse, 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 verse 10, verse 9, verse 10. He said, who this, look at him, give it to me. 1 Peter 3, 9 and 10, there about. If, if you can find it for me quickly, I want us to see something. First Peter, first Peter, first Peter 3. You've been doing well. You've been doing well. First Peter 3. G give me verse 9. This is good, but this is not where I'm going. Give me verse 10. Verse 10. Look at it. He, everybody go. He who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. The next verse. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace. So, when you say you have chosen life, it's not about what you say, it's about doing this. He that will love life and seek good days, let him return, refrain his tongue from evil, his lips from speaking deceit. Let him pursue peace at all costs. He said, Follow peace with all men. Hebrews 12, verse 14, and holiness without which no man will see the Lord. So, you know, we know the choice you've made. Just by your actions, by your actions, the secret of a man's future lies in his daily routine. It's not what you do once in a while that will determine your life's outcomes. It's what you do consistently. What you do consistently on a regular basis. That is shaping your future. That is determining your life's outcomes. He said, do you see a man who is diligent in his business? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before mere men. Glory be to God. Blessed is that man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, nor stand in the way of sinners. Meaning if you want to turn out well, you must be selective. You must be selective. Everybody can be in your space. Everybody can be in your life. You must have design. You must have taste, taste, taste. Even when it comes to not just taste for sugar, but taste for relationship. Taste, 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 taste. You know what I'm saying? Taste. Proverbs 14. Proverbs 14 and verse 7. He said, go from the presence of a foolish man when you cannot perceive in him the lips of knowledge. Taste. 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 The relationships you allow, you indulge in, you welcome into your space. Because he who walks with the wise will be wise. A companion of fools will be destroyed. Taste. Taste. Look at that. Look, look at Look at that. You know, I, oh my goodness. Isaiah chapter 7. The Bible says in verse 15. It said, butter and honey shall he eat. 
that he may know how to choose the good and refuse the evil. Do you know in 2024, no is a complete statement? No. No. Not me. Not now. Not ever. No. When people come to tell you what they don't like about others, tell them no. Because you only put what you don't like in a dustbin. No. So don't tell me what you don't like. But go and tell them. Whatever you don't like about them, go and tell the person you've got it. No, tell me. I'm not a trash can. And it, you see, small minds discuss people. Great minds discuss ideas and innovations. Innovations. So you, you've got to have taste in this new year. Taste. So you make sure you eliminate the detours, the detours. You reduce your angle of deviation. You've started well. The first few days have started well. Consecrating the first few days to God in prayer. Receiving downloads in God's presence. Now taking the right steps. Just keep moving. So let your eyes look straight before you. Turn not to the right. Not to the left. Make your life a statement this year. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a brand new opportunity that God has given to you and it's a blank check. And you can decide what you are going to make of this new year. When God wanted the garden, Genesis chapter 2 and verse 8, God planted one, the yeast of Eden. When God wanted the garden, he planted one. Whatever you want, plant seeds for it. When I say seeds, I'm not talking about money. Don't get, don't, don't get, don't, I'm talking about actions, actions, actions. The things you need to start doing now. Plant seeds for it. The cause of action, because you see, to every action, there is an equal and an opposite reaction. To every action. To every action. In life, people only fall down. Nobody falls up. Nobody falls up. So to every action, there's an equal and an opposite reaction. It does not matter who hurt you in previous years. That was then, this is now. Don't, don't let your past hold your future hostage. The Bible said in Hebrews 11, I believe in verse 15, if they had been mindful of where they were coming from, they would have had opportunities to have returned back there. The mind will always seek out its own opportunity. So if you are thinking back, you will go back. Thinking about yesterday's people, yesterday's hearts, yesterday's disappointments, all of that happened yesterday. He said, listen, look at the scripture. The Bible says in Isaiah 43, I believe in verse, verse 18. He said, remember not the former things, right? Right? Then in Isaiah 46 and verse 9, he said, remember the former things. He just told you three chapters before, remember not the former things. Then he's telling you three chapters after, remember the former things. Wisdom, therefore, is to know what to remember and what to forget. It's called selective recall. Selective recall. When David stood before Saul in 1 Samuel chapter 17, David could have talked about the rejection in his father's house. 
No. No. What was he talking about? Talking about the, the mighty victories. How God gave him victory over the lion. Victory over the bear. You know what I'm saying? Selective recall. Selective recall. Choose what to remember. Choose what to forget. Choose what to remember. Lamentations 3 and verse 21. Jeremiah said, he said, this I recall to mind. Therefore have I hope. What was he recalling? The next verse. It is of the Lord's mercies. That we have not been consumed. Hallelujah. So you are not remembering the things that didn't work last year. You are recalling the things that worked. Those who forget past victories, they will lose fresh battles. So you must recall. It is what you recall that will cause. It is what you recall that will cause. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? Glory to God. So as this year has started fresh for you, I want you to know great things await you. I wish your amen would be a better one. As I prepared to come to this place, the Spirit of God began to steer my heart in a particular direction. When Abraham talked to God in Genesis chapter 18, six times in that conversation, from around verse 19 down, Abraham and God were discussing about Sodom and Gomorrah. And six times, Abraham made requests of God. And each of the times, God's response was in the affirmative. God's response was a response of yes. Every single time, Abraham asked God. Once he pushed the pole or the bar or whatever it was, Abraham responded in the affirmative. We're told in Matthew chapter 8, as Jesus came down from the mount, after the Sermon on the Mount, the Sermon on the Mount was in Matthew 5, Matthew 6, Matthew 7. Matthew 8 and verse 1, as he came down from the mount, a leper approached him and said, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And the response of Jesus was in the affirmative, was a response of yes. Mark chapter 10, the closing verses of Mark chapter 10, as he came out of Jericho, blind Bartimaeus heard about Jesus, cried to him, asking for his mercy. And the response of Jesus to Bartimaeus was in the affirmative, in the affirmative, in the affirmative. When the centurion came to Jesus in Matthew chapter 8 and verse 8 and said, speak the word only and my servant will be healed. The response of Jesus was the response of yes. Yesterday, Pastor Hawking, told, Pastor Hawking God told me to tell you, you and Oluremi, and to tell the entire house that you have entered into your season of the yes of God. 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 If there is anything you have tabled before God in the course of these 12 days of prayer, Heaven sent me here this morning like an errand boy to let you know pastors, to let you know leaders, 
to let you know members of the workforce to let you know members of this great house that your season of yes is here that the heaven's response to your request is an affirmative yes second corinthians chapter 1 and verse 20 all the promises of god are yes in Christ Jesus they are amen to the glory of God that tells me that this year there will be no denials there will be no refusers there will be no disappointments in the mighty name of Jesus there will be no denials there will be no refusers there will be no disappointments your joy will be made full your heart will be gladdened your mouth will be filled with laughter your tongue with singing your feet with a dance your mouth with a shout in the name of Jesus this year our God will do you well in the name of Jesus for when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion we were like them that dreamed our mouth were free with laughter and our tongue with singing and they said among the hidden their God at the gateway church has done grave things for them our God has done grave things for us whereof we are glad our captivity is being turned around like the streams of the south those who have sown in tears they are going to reap in joy those who have gone for the weeping bearing precious seed they will return with rejoicing God will give you an evidence an evidence of his faithfulness in the name of Jesus God will give you a testimony that nobody can deny nobody can ignore nobody can overlook in the name of Jesus you won't have to say it for men to see it when they look at you they will see an evidence who says amen to that please be seated the yes of God you need to write it somewhere pastor I don't know how you're going to do it but this is the season of the yes of God for you as a house for every family in this house for everyone that is a part of this great work the season of heaven's yes has come for you the bible calls it the acceptable season of the lord the time of god's favor psalm 102 and verse 13 for the lord will arise and have mercy upon zion because the time to favor zion the set time has finally come there is such a thing as a season of god's visitation an appointed time a kairos moment We've waited for it. We've anticipated it. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. When the day of Pentecost was fully come. They had waited for that day. But eventually that day came. There is a season. There is a day you've been waiting for. Have you hear what I'm saying? You've waited for it. You've anticipated it. You've prayed about it. You've imagined what will happen when that day will come. You've done your rehearsals for the day. But God told me to tell you this is that year. That year when you walk into that day. In the name of Jesus. John chapter 1 and verse 14. And the word became flesh. And dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. What God will do in your life will be tangible. I wish I could get a better amen to that you know. That's the first thing I want to say to you. The next thing I want to say is it's important, however, whenever God gives you a word, whether this word or any other word that God has given to you, it's important that you know how to posture yourself. 
to be able to see God's word take on materiality in your life. I was sharing somewhere yesterday that when COVID hit the world stage, those who died from COVID didn't actually die because of COVID. Because there were many others who had COVID and they didn't die. Those who died, died because COVID met a pre-existing condition in them. Already their immunity has been compromised by one thing or the other. Others also had COVID but survived it. Because that thing didn't find something in them that they could work with. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The same way with the word of God. When God's word is being released, it's not in every life that God's word takes on materiality. Hebrews chapter 4, we are told in verse 1 and verse 2, Let us therefore fear, lest the promise let for us to enter into his rest. Any of us should seem to come short of it. For unto us, verse 2, was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So we had the same world, but not the same outcome. Not the same result. Not the same experience. When God's word does not meet with faith in a man's heart, that word lacks the ground for his performance. The ground for his performance. That's why in Luke chapter 1 and verse 45, he said, Blessed is she who believes, for there shall be a performance. There shall be a performance. Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 9, he said, If you will not believe, he said, You will not be established. So you will have to believe, for God's word will take on effect in your life. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 28 and 29. Two blind men followed Jesus to the house. He said to them, do you believe I'm able to do this? They said, yes, Lord, we believe. He said, according to your faith, let it be unto you. In the message version, that verse 29, he said, become what you believe. Become exactly what you believe. So your faith is necessary. God needs your faith. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying? Now, faith is not something you pray for. Faith is a consequence. Faith is not something you ask God for. You can ask God for wisdom. You don't ask God for faith. How does faith come? Romans chapter 10 verse 17 tells us that faith is a consequence of your exposure to God's word. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing the word of God. You see, you can't be under the rain and not be wet. It's not possible. So when you stay in the atmosphere of God's word long enough, faith will happen in your heart. The reason why many people don't have faith in their heart is because they're not just hearing God's word. They're also hearing from other sources. As they are hearing God, they are hearing many other voices. First Corinthians chapter 14. I believe it's verse 10. Verse 10. He said there are many voices in the world. Many voices. Many voices. Give me the if you have King James Version, KJV. There are many voices in the world, and, and none is without signification. 
so you come to church on Sunday and you hear Pastor Wakin teach God's word and after service you go on social media and you hear something contrary to what you had in church and that thing begins to contest with the truth are you hearing what I'm saying yes, sir. that you have heard in church the truth you've had in church so it's not a matter of whose report are you going to believe the report on social media or God's opinion on that matter Romans 3 verse 4 says let God be true let every man be a liar if you expose yourself to God's word long enough faith will come and once faith comes the next thing that will happen is the performance of God's word in your life there is somebody who's going to make a disciplined decision this year uh, that whatever is going to take um, uh, my eyes will be on you oh God my eyes will be on you the Bible said they looked to him and they were lightened uh, and their faces were not ashamed uh, the Bible says you will keep him in perfect peace uh, whose mind is stayed on you uh, if your mind is stayed on your bank account uh, there will be no peace um, uh, if it stayed on the bills you need to pay uh, there will be no peace uh, if it stayed on the medical report uh, there will be no peace uh, are you hearing what I'm saying uh, but if your mind is stayed on him uh, regardless of the verdict of the doctor uh, regardless of the bills you need to pay uh, if your mind is stayed on him uh, you can sleep through a storm sleep through a crisis sleep through conflict the bible tells us hebrews chapter 6 and verse 15 and i need to drop that for you the bible said abraham after he had patiently endured patiently endured patiently that two words that shouldn't follow each other because they seem like repetition patience is enough and that's just patience and then endurance. It's like, like a repetition. Patiently endured. The, the, then he obtained the promise. The, the, the message version just summed it up and used a contemporary word. Look at the Hebrews 6 and verse 15. Yeah. Look at what God says. Abraham did what? Uh -huh. This is the year to stick it out. You'll be like the stamp on an envelope that stays stuck to the envelope until the mail gets to the intended destination. You stick it out with God. This is that year to stick it out. No options to God. No alternatives to God. You just stick it out. Hebrews chapter 10. The Bible says in verse 35. Do not cast away your confidence. It has a great recompense of reward. Verse 36 says you have need of endurance. After you have done the will of God, you should after what inherit the promise. 37 says now he that will come will come and will not tarry. 38 says now the just shall live by faith. The just shall live how? By faith. But if any man's soul would, if any, if any man would turn back, my soul will have no pleasure in him. The last verse says, we are not of them that draw back unto perdition. We can't go back to how we did life last year. We are of them who believe unto the saving of the soul. Because surely there is an end. And your expectation will not be cut short. In the name of Jesus. 
your testimony will be like that of the psalmist in Psalm 20 when he said now know high that the Lord saves his anointed you will hear him from his holy heaven we've been calling on a God who hears prayer Psalm 65 and verse 2 thou that hearest prayers and uh, unto thee shall all flesh come uh, and this will be your year to know him uh, and to experience him as the God who not only hears prayer uh, but as the God uh, who answers prayers yeah. I wish your amen would be better than that yeah. so whatever you hear from church you will have to stick it out to see it come to pass you will have to hold on you will have to hold on meaning that your convictions will be tested Tested by seasons of contradiction. First Kings chapter 18, very popular narrative. First Kings 18, verse 1. God came to Elijah. He said, Go and show yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. Go and show yourself. And then the next thing, Elijah went and showed himself to Ahab, and there was rain, Abby. Let's backtrack again. Verse 1, God, this was God speaking. He said, go and show yourself to Ahab and I will send rain. That was all that God said, right? That's the challenge of those who come to one service and miss other services. You run with half-truth. A man, he used, to, he used to clean, you know, the cabin of the particular well, it was called, his job was to clean aircraft. And, and, and so this day, he went into the aircraft to clean it, the cockpit. Then he sees a particular manual how to fly a plane. So he opened to page one and he said, press the red button. The red button will make the plane to move. So he pressed the red button and the plane started going on taxiing. Then he opened the next page to fly the plane, press the blue button. So, he pressed the blue button and the plane went on air. Wow. Then, as I was going, I was thinking, okay, how do I land the plane? You open the next page. To find out how to land the, the plane, check volume two of the book. that he will just fly away to heaven. Our education is terrible. When God speaks, he speaks progressively. Line upon line. Precept upon precept. And in Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 6, Proverbs 30 verse 6, he said, do not add to his words, lest he reprove thee. And you'll be found to be a liar. So when God says something, you act on that. But you wait on the next thing he has to say. Because whatever he has told you is not all he wants to tell you. Whatever he has told you is not all he wants to tell you. There are still more details. More instructions. That God wants to give to you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? More instructions. So 1 Kings 18 verse 1, he says, go and show yourself to Ahab and I will send rain. And then he went to show himself to Ahab and there was severe famine in the land. 
But you know what? Elijah maintained his confession in spite of the contradiction. 40 verses after, in verse 41, what was this saying? There is a sound of an abundance of rain. No rain yet, but he maintained his confession. There is a sound of an abundance of rain. No rain yet, but he maintained his confession. Are you hearing what I'm saying? No rain yet, but he maintained his confession. Listen, listen, in case you don't know, there are things God does immediately, there are things he does eventually. God can do it quick and a short walk. And God can decide to take his time. And he's sovereign. And he's the only wise God. And you cannot make him to do immediately what he has chosen to do eventually. If you are trying to grow tomato, three months you've got them. But if you are trying to grow an oak tree, you will need patience and endurance. Right? Right? And that's the challenge of this generation. Because people think they can make money overnight, right? You can have money overnight. It does not mean you are now rich. Because you see, if the money grows in your pocket but not in your mind, the money in your pocket will shrink to the size of your thinking. It's only a matter of time. You'll be making decisions that will shrink the money in your pocket to the size of your character. So God doesn't give money to people. His blessing does not give riches. It makes rich. Makes rich. And once you are made, you are made. Even if they take the money, they can't take your wealth. It's like taking... It's like taking the coat of Joseph, but not the blessing from Joseph. It's like taking the well of Isaac, but not the blessing producing the wells for Isaac. Church, are you with me at all? Yes, so there are things God will do in January, and there are things He will do in December. If you leave God in January, you will, you will miss out on everything he has for you from February to December. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, and in the course of the year, there will be somebody who will disappoint you, who will betray your trust, who will take advantage of you, who will make promises and not keep them. And all of that is for a growth of your character. You just stay with God. You just stay with God. You just stay. Because all the days of my appointed time will I wait until my change will come. One day, Pastor, you, you know the story. On Lagos, by the next person, I was working in a bank. Just joined the bank. And I was going to a battle. And every cloth I had for work was in my suitcase. So I entered the bus. I bothered the bus to take me to Ibadan. And then there used to be this gridlock at Redemption Camp in those days. Very bad. 
We got to redemption camp and there was a good luck. And because I'm a bit restless, I came out from the bus to see the stretch of the traffic. As I came out, I was walking on the road to see the stretch of the traffic. By the time I came back to where I left the bus, the bus had gone. With everything I have, not even money to leave the place was with me. I sat on the road like this. As in, as in, you know the road, not steps, road, that's not the road. I sat, I just sat down like this and said, Your restlessness has now finally shown you. Yes. On the road. Thankfully, God doesn't leave himself without a witness. A family was just driving by and they saw me and that's how they picked me and took me to Ibano. I never found that bus. I never found my luggage. But do you think even if I found it, I can wear it now? Whatever I lost that day, what God has done in my life cannot make me miss it forever. Miss it forever. Some of you that are things you have cried over, if you were to see what is ahead for you, you will thank God you lost that. Some people will live your life. You will say, yeah, yeah. You know, there are, people, there are people you are supposed to live. You will not leave them. God will not make them leave you. Because he knows you don't have the willpower to say no to them, so they will say no to you. They won't even know why they said no to you. They will say no and leave you. By the time they're, they're coming back, your eyes will have cleared. But at that instance, you will think like the word is against you. It's the love of the Father playing out. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The love of God playing out. Playing out. There are some jobs you have lost and you thought you lost something big. You've not lost anything. You've not lost anything in the light of what God has for you. Friends, I have two more things to do and I will leave you. As you go into this year, believe God Believe God for certain things. Envision certain things. And I'm going to mention them one after the other. Envision them. Let them shape your expectations of the year. Let them inform your outlook in the year. I don't know what else God has told you he's going to do for you. But this things I want to mention also you can add them to the bucket list or whatever it is God has told you he has for you this year number one believe God for progress this year somebody say progress friends there are no boundary lines around the possibilities of a child of God no boundary lines and I love when he was making a confession and we said we're going to cross lines this year. Because you will cross lines this year. This is going to be your year to exceed existing limits. You're going to break your own records. People are going to look for you at your old addresses and they'll realize that you have moved. 
progress. Exodus chapter 14 and verse 15. He said, tell the members of the gateway church that they go forward. Amen. Number two, believe God, envision, anticipate, imagine that they're going to enjoy this year supernatural provisions. Amen. Somebody says supplies. supplies. You see, God created man to have, not to lack. Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, let them have. Let them have. So you are created to have. Lack is a violation of God's original intention. When Adam was made, he woke up into the midst of plenty. Everything he needed preceded his arrival everything it was the last of god's creation because everything you would need came before he showed up and god told me to tell you everything you would need this year preceded your arrival into 2024 Amen. so i'm praying for somebody this morning and you're going to enjoy the grace of daily supplies Amen. you know in matthew chapter 6 and verse 10 he said give us this day our daily bread so what you need for every day you will meet it in that day there will be no delays to supply my God shall supply my God shall supply my God shall supply you know God taught me years ago he said it is what you call a need that I will meet my God shall supply all you need so if you call it a meet God can, a meet, God can meet it if you call it a need if you, you see and many of us we don't have a dream big enough to accommodate God you can imagine your child is, is, is driving his toy car and says daddy come and join me you can't because there's, there's no space for your size in the dreams of many Christians there is no space to accommodate almighty almighty dream big enough so that god can step in and give you god-sized results it will happen this year 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 in the name of jesus a member of our church called the year of covid just caught me around 12 midnight and said, I need to talk to you. I said, for what? He said, something just happened. I said, I can't wait. He said, no, I can't sleep tonight. Why can't you sleep? He said, I made an investment some years ago. An investment just matured. And the, the return on my investment is $10 million. The year of COVID, the month of March, the return on my investment is $10 million. Ten million dollars. I said, "That's that's enough not to be able to sleep." <laughs> that's not just just like that. And this is a boy, one of nine children, the only graduate in his family. Practically sent himself to Ife to school. One of nine children, the last born actually, and the only graduate in that family. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion. 
I believe in this year, somebody in this church will strike oil. You will make it big. In your line of industry, favor will mark you out. Supernatural supplies will be yours. I was shining in church during our prayers during the week. A friend of mine was past, I mean, pastors of the church out of, out of town. And there was a time they were in the middle of a building project and they got stuck. And because we don't put pressure on men, we only put pressure on the word of God. So he just kept on teaching God's word and doing what he's called to do. And then one particular day, Sunday after service, somebody had come to church. The person requested to see him. I said, can you please, can I just, can you follow me to my car? I want to show you something. He followed the person to the car. The person opened the bonnet of his car and gave him something. A pack of money, 10 million naira. And he said to me, from that Sunday till the project ended, every week he was giving him 10 million naira. Now, but before that, God had told him for weeks to go to the site of that project and pray in the night and say supernatural supplies supernatural supplies and he did that for weeks and weeks and weeks and nothing was happening supernatural supplies for weeks and weeks and nothing was happening and then one Sunday morning somebody was just in the service and the boss said to him can I see you sir took him to his car gave him something opened it Cash, 10 million naira. And every week till the project ended, was giving him 10 million naira. He calls the revenue board from the east, the executors of his council from a far country. Whatever the wind of supply is for you, according to Numbers 11 and verse 31, the Bible said the wind blew. In Numbers 11, 31, the wind blew, the wind went from the Lord and brought quails from the sea left them fluttering near the camp about a day's journey wherever that supply is that you need we release the wind of God from the service this year you will enjoy supernatural supplies in the name of Jesus somebody pray in the Holy Ghost pray in the Holy Ghost Pray in the Holy Ghost. Rabalama Kasatayan. You will not be stranded. You will not be cast trapped. You will not be without help. You will not be without support. Heaven will attend to you. Attend to that project. Attend to that business. Supernatural funding will be yours. Help will come and on time. Mande kosa lande roba sataya. Mande koko raba sakataya. Egele makaria la basatabaya. Intetete barana mando koria la basataya. Ifa lande koria la masataya. Redekele mando rolobo sataya. Falande relebos. Ialandos Imbradamando Korea Labasatayaba. You will walk into your wealthy place. You will walk into your place of abundance. Your place of the overflow. God will connect you. Supernaturally align you, network you. 
orchestrates events that will create outcomes that will look like God's faithfulness. Outcomes that will look like God's faithfulness. Outcomes that will look like God's faithfulness. And the Rebecca Satire. Intermalemo Satire. In Jesus' name we pray. What that also means is that you must not confess to lack this year. Don't confess to lack. No matter the need, don't confess to lack. Confess to supply. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Genesis 22 and verse 7. The son asked the dad, where is the lamb for an offering? The dad responded in verse 8, God will provide for himself a lamb for an offering. So it is faith conversations that provoke divine interventions. Faith. A dad talking to the son. A dad talking to the son. So it can be you talking to your spouse. You maintain faith conversations. Are you hearing what I'm saying? As you go through this year. You may not see the wind. You may not see the rain. But your valley will be filled with water. You will have more than enough. I want to pray with Pastor Akin and his wife. We hail you. We want. you Musa. other things number one is progress two is supernatural provision three is productivity the Bible says the righteous will flourish like a palm tree we're told that a palm tree everything about it is beneficial meaning there'll be nothing about you that will be redundant even your looks will be productive. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Your appearance will command acceptance. Amen. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. That's who you are. That's your testimony. Amen. That's your identity. Amen. That's your reality. Amen. They quoted it earlier in church. Here, Genesis 12, you quoted it. Verse 2. Thou shalt be a blessing. That's the last thing God said. He said, I will make your name great. I will make of you a great nation. He says, I will bless you. You shall be a blessing. He didn't just say that your words, you, that was everything about you will be a blessing. Even your friend will be a blessing. <laughs> Even your laughter will be. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, Pastor King, you know the story. One, one of my sons 
working with some diplomatic commission went at entry level entry level went with his principal to attend in Abuja to attend a dinner with a Scandinavian ambassador one of the Scandinavian countries the ambassador and they got to the place it was at entry level and while they were having the high level discussion meeting the ambassador looked at him he was non-partisan to the discussion he was just there like an observer looked at him and said I like you he was taken aback because that was, that was like a, a detour from the conversation I like you I like you and he asked him do you have the football club the boy said yes which one he said Arsenal the woman said no wonder I like you that's my club too then his principal said he also likes fish the woman said no wonder I like you what's your level the boy told ah, what level do you want the boy thought this is a Kairos moment the boy called the level seven steps higher seven steps higher the woman looked at him looked at his principal looked at him looked at his principal he said consider you done this was Friday by Monday new status confirmed do you know you can get a job that you didn't apply for it it applied for you listen did David apply for the throne? The throne applied for David. The Ark of the Covenant applied for Obededu. He didn't apply for the Ark. This says you're going to drink from wells you didn't take. Let me say it in Yoruba. Pastor will tell us in English. Goodness and mercy will chase you. Amen. Follow you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The blessing will pursue and overtake you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. It will find your address. Amen. Find your zip code. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You'll be minding your business. But the blessing will make you its business. Amen. Who says amen to that? your mouth you will use it to testify this year this or here will be inundated with good news this year thank you lord thank you lord your children will not be stranded help on time will be theirs listen this year you'll be spending for the currency of grace You may not have money for it, but receive grace for it. Amen. Receive favor for it. Amen. Receive help for it. Amen. Receive God's faithfulness for it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. 
let me just stop with those three progress provision and productivity progress provision productivity progress provision productivity progress provision Pro somebody said that would be say progress, progress. say provision. provision say productivity, productivity. say progress, progress. Provision. provision productivity, productivity. say progress, progress. Provision. provision productivity say progress provision productivity say amen to that he himself took your infirmities and bore your sickness the very first covenant that God made with them as they came out of Egypt was as Jehovah Rapha the God who heals in Exodus chapter 15 and verse 26 as this year begins we declare you sickness free we speak over you a clean bill of health. Amen. Every tree not planted by God, we command you to leave your body. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. January to December, we declare wholeness for you. Amen. No feebleness. Amen. No healness. Amen. No sickness. Amen. No weakness. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Every tree not planted by God leaves your body now. Amen. We give you praise, Father. 